What up, guys? This is Justin Lamb, and you're listening to Thoughts. Yeah, man. Thoughts, like the ones inside your fucking mind, dude. Not the ones that are little hoes, little sluts, you know? Not those kind of thoughts, but the thoughts be inside your fucking cerebellum. Yeah, kind of weird. Um, Yeah, my name is Justin Lamb. I'm 24 years old, and I'm an aspiring choreographer, dancer, creative uh, artist from the Los Angelinos, California. And my goal with this podcast is kind of to uh, talk to myself, really. Yeah, yeah. Just get in touch with my thoughts and get in touch with my feelings and emotions and and just talk about things that are on my mind, you know, that are going on in the world, that are going on in society. Kind of what I think about different things. We're going to talk about a lot of different things in this podcast. Um, some some lighthearted, some, some talking about the dark shit, you know. But, yeah, we'll just see kind of what goes on. But, yeah, I'm going to put on some intro music. And here it is. Uh, let's get lit to this shit. Uh, Chris Brown's new album's out. Indigo. This is not um, sponsored or anything like that. I just really love his album. It's fucking fire. And here you go. But you don't even try. Yo, this one's called You Like That by Chris Brown. Nobody denied. My Why do I sound like a radio show? Come sit on the chair, yeah. It's lit. Yeah. Don't you get it, anybody? This is mine. Oh my. You know I can give you life. so exotic. Come on, let's have a private party. Quit putting up a fight. You know I know what you like. So come on, give me that. Give me that. I'll do that. Let me take control. In the lifestyle low. In the lifestyle low. Stop playing with me. This is where you belong. I know you like that though. I know you like that though. Your body on me. Quit acting like you're so shy. In the lifestyle low. I know you like that though. You got that, got that right. You give me what I like. We put it on the line. You like it. Nobody deny it. My bed in your body is calling. Yo, that is some fire stuff from Chris Brown. Does the breezy. Um, what are we gonna talk about today? I am so excited because I've been wanting to do this for such a long time, and I finally feel like this is the fucking moment to do it. And um Yeah, what's been going on in my life? I've been dancing a lot. I've been dancing a lot, I've been getting fit. I have lost nine pounds. That is a fucking incredible feat for me because man, your boy being chubby, bruh. Like I think for the past couple months, um I just been ha- I've I haven't been feeling good, you know, with my with my body, with my my image that I see myself looking in the mirror every day. I'm like, damn, bruh, you need to work out, dude. You need to work out and you need to eat right because I don't want to be old and be feeling like crap and be getting all these um 
health related issues, you know? So I've been I've been taking dance class out in um out in Hollywood at Millennium Dance Complex, meeting just really cool people in dance, you know? You know, I I try to take class more often now because trying to get my face out there and trying to, you know, push myself to get in uncomfortable zones because there are some intimidating dancers out in LA and you know everyone is trying to make it there's a lot of competition but you know I just got to believe in myself and my abilities and um, you know slowly as I work on my craft as I work on my health and fitness um, I'm starting to gain some confidence back and it's helping me it's helping me to be able to go out and be disciplined and do things when I know I should do them, um, but I don't necessarily feel like doing them. That's just one thing, you know, like feeling like doing something, like if you're able to override that feeling and do something that you know that's good for yourself, you should just say fuck it and just do it, you know. Um, but it's, it's easier said than done. But once you do it, on the other side of fear, I feel like this has happened every time. On the other side of fear, you get more confidence and you get like some kind of reward. Whether it's small, whether it's big, you get some type of satisfaction from overcoming your fears. Right? Because you have that you have that voice inside your head. You have those thoughts telling you, no, you can't do it. No, you're not good enough. You, you think of everyone judging you, you think of, I don't know, but most of the time it's, it's really, it's really in your head. And this is the podcast, man. I'm so excited to be talking to you guys. Um, uh, it's the summer and, uh, I don't know when I'm going to release this, but it's going to be within the next week. And I'm very excited for you guys to hear this. Um, but yeah, I've just been dancing. I've been, I've just been... I've been dancing. I've been mastering my craft. And I think that's one thing um, that I've learned over over this year is to pursue something that you love, you know. And it, it doesn't matter what that is. Um, I was watching a, a motivational video by Steve Harvey today. And on his show, he was talking about how there was a guy that used to cut his hair for $10. $10 back in the day, I think in 1986 or something like that, would cut his hair for $10. And this guy loved cutting hair. Um, and then over the years, um, you know, built a, built a relationship with Steve Harvey before Steve Harvey was big. And he started charging more, maybe like $30, $40. I'm not sure what the right amount was. But um, after the years... Steve Harvey became big and he hired him to be his personal, I guess, barber um, for for hair and makeup for like TV shows and tours and stuff like that. And Steve Harvey would get his hair cut four times a week. And you know how much, you know how much he would, um, he would pay his barber every, every time he got a haircut? 
$1,500. Think about it. One haircut maybe takes like, what, 20 to 30 minutes. He was getting paid $6,000 a week and um, just for cutting hair. And that's what I'm telling you. Like, One thing I've realized over the years is like life is not, you know, not solely around like your your priority shouldn't be solely around money because you know like you want to be doing something you love and i'm not saying money's not important but being able to being able to do what you love at the end of the day um and doing whatever makes you happy if you provide value to people people are going to pay for it you know what i mean and that's what I want to do for, you know, my dance, for my choreography. You know, my end goal is to be able to perform up there with, you know, these big artists one day. And, you know, hopefully I can, uh, you know, with practice, I can master my craft and and get that done one day. But, you know, slowly but surely, I'm I'm trying to just you know, get back in shape and just improve every day as, as a human being, as a, as a dancer and just learn from the process and love the process. Because if you don't, if you're doing something and you don't love the process, you know, I don't think it's, uh, I don't think it's worth it. And not only do I not think it's worth it, I think you're going to quit if you don't love the process. Unless you just like to torture yourself and, you know, I guess sacrifice your soul and your happiness. But you know what? Who am I to say? There's a lot of people that make a lot of money that are happy, you know. Um, But this isn't a money podcast. This is just a podcast where I kind of go into my own thoughts and think about what's important in life. And what my purpose is. And um, hopefully you guys can relate to some of it. So. Let me guys. Let me give you guys some background about my story. Um, let's go back to when I was little. When I was little, about five. No, I think I ran around eight years old. I don't think I've told a lot of people this story, but I went to China when I was eight years old, and it was on it was on a tour. It was the first time I went to China, and I had met these this Filipino family, and um, this Filipino family was, you know, they had two brothers and a sister. All three of them knew how to dance, and when I saw them dance, I thought it was like the coolest thing. I was like. Oh my God, can you teach me, um, you know, hip hop and how to dance and how to pop and wave and all that? Because that was so, it was just so cool to me to, to be like visually. And so, you know, I learned, I was really bad at the beginning. I remember, you know, trying to do the wave with my hand and not being able to do it. And, but over the months, I just, I loved it so much. I would just keep doing the wave until I got really good at it 
And then once I got really good at it, then I started learning other moves. I learned how to pop. I learned how to listen to music better, have better musicality. And then nothing really... I mean, I, I danced on the side, but I, I never really... Never really danced in the industry until junior year of high school. That's when I um, auditioned for a team, um, for a junior team. And then um, it was crazy. Like, I never really got recognition for for dancing. And at that moment, um, I finally saw that people liked what I was doing and... Um, became captain for a little bit of that dance team and just loved it and then uh, I was suffering academically at the time and then once I had graduated high school I actually got into a Cal State University um, for those of you that aren't in the states or, or that aren't in California um, yeah it was just a state school um basically like fifth like their acceptance rate was like 50% or more I don't I don't really remember but um I I got into that school I went to orientation and what was crazy was that the English class that I had done in senior year of high school um I, that ended up fucking me over in the end because um, my offer to that Cal State University was rescinded. And what's crazy is that no one really gets a, you know, a rescinded letter or, or their offer gets rescinded from, um, from this university. Well, not that I know of, um, but yeah. So what was crazy is that I ended up, you know, one moment thinking that I was going to go there and, you know, pursue business and this business degree. But then in, um, and then once I found that out, I had no path. So I had to go to community college for two years and then transfer over to, you know, another school. And at that time it was, it was so stressful. I was frustrated. Um, uh, you know, this was going to be my college experience. My, you know, people were going off to different um, Ivy Leagues and, and universities. And for me, I was struggling. I was stuck. I didn't know what to do, you know. Um, but, you know, one thing that helps you out later in life is um, the struggles that you go through. So during this time, I had no direction. So I had to find my own direction. And, you know, I went to the nearest... I went to the nearest community college that... Um, that, um, that was closest to where I lived. Uh, and I, I, just, I just picked one. And... Once I got there, I I had to take all these assessments to see what classes I would be starting in. You know, there was a lot of people because, you know, a lot of people go to these community colleges, you know. And 
for two years i ended up having to just buckle down and and study and the reason why i studied so hard was because um i i haven't been i haven't really been academic academically driven you know there was a lot of people in my life at that time that didn't see me as being uh, the smart kid or you know i was always like the creative you know having fun and dancing and doing all this stuff but um i used to have family members that would that i don't know felt as lost as i was um as to what my future would hold and um yeah people just didn't think i was smart and obviously i don't i don't think i'm smart now as well but um yeah i ended up working really hard for two years and then transferring to um which is now my alma mater the university of southern california and that transition totally changed my life um i didn't think i could do it um but i worked my ass off and you know in the end it it paid off and i you know i got a degree in business and finance and then I end up working two years in wealth management, which is like financial advisory. And during all this time, I neglected, I guess, my creative side. I kind of suppressed that because I thought, you know, uh, um, now I have this opportunity to to work on work on Wall Street and make a lot of money and do that. But I didn't realize that I'd be sacrificing my happiness and um it would be soul-sucking for me you know i still know a lot of people in finance that love their jobs that you know that's the thing for them you know but for me it just it just wasn't it didn't align with my personality and that's what i think i think you got to find your your own lane you know um and kind of do what you love because there are people that in, you know are incredible in that field that love that and they'll thrive in it and they'll make lots of money and they'll be happy and you know kudos to them but that weren't the cards for me you know i had worked in finance um and i just didn't like it because um maybe it was just because i worked for a very uh i worked for a very corporate company where there was a lot of rules and regulations but you know i i you know i decided to leave it and pursue what i think you know what i believe is my passion and that's creating and doing um and dancing and choreographing and just having fun having fun with youtube and social media you know i was really inspired by gary vaynerchuk if you haven't heard of him i don't you know uh go on youtube and search him up because he's like the realest he gives the realest advice for anyone that wants to be you know their own boss and be entrepreneurs and live in this age of the future because the future is social media if you want if you want to be if you want to have your own company if you want to do 
what you love. There's so much social media can do for you as far as marketing yourself, as far as um, for small or big businesses. But anyways, I'm getting off topic. But um, what I just kind of want to say is that you kind of have to align your personality with what you want to do and then commit to it. Commit to it. Uh, wake up every morning and progressing in that discipline. It's important to love what, what you do because when time gets hard, you won't quit. And at the end of the day, you need to remind yourself what is most important to you and what you're willing to do for your happiness. I know this got pretty deep, but um, that's basically a snapshot of, you know, my... Um, my life over the past probably decade or two, which is probably my life because I'm only 24. But yeah, thank you guys for listening to my first podcast. Again, this is Thoughts by Justin Lamb, and you can find me on Instagram at Justin with two N's, Lamb with two M's. Um, That's my uh, Instagram handle. And check out my YouTube channel because I'm going to be putting up a lot more Um, dance videos and yeah thanks for listening to the podcast guys i'll see you guys next week bye